just so you know, for today's podcast, um, we are just going to issue a warning to anyone who finds this triggering. So please feel free to miss out on this episode this week. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Us Three, episode two. This week, we'll be discussing body confidence. We'll be touching on our experiences of body image, other people's experience of body image, and discussing issues within today's society. Before the episode begins, we'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you so much for the great response to the first episode. For every person who took the time to listen to the episode, like our social media posts and send us a nice message, we appreciate it so much. As you know, the focus of today's episode is body confidence and we're going to start off by sharing a bit about our experiences with body confidence. So Olivia, do you want to start? So yeah, my uh, body confidence journey has definitely changed over the years. When I was a lot younger, I think I used to compare myself a lot to people, whereas now I kind of just accept this is how I am, this is the way I look, because obviously, you know, at school and things, I, I was a bit of a chubbier kid in comparison to everyone else. Everyone else was kind of, you know, beautiful, skinny kind of the stereotypical and I wasn't and I didn't quite fit into that and yeah you know I kind of just learned to not care what other people said and kind of just roll with my own thing and especially when I hit puberty and my hormones were raging and everything was going on you know again I put on a bit more weight and I think I kind of just accepted that this is how I looked and this is what it was and I kind of just as well you know obviously I got cellulite and such a long time I used to hate my cellulite and I used to hate things like that and then I think especially now being 20 I kind of realized that things like that aren't such a big thing I'm happy with that who I am and I just made peace with how I look and look after myself and exercise and yeah I think one thing I would say to anyone with body confidence if you are trying to learn to love your body and who you are is to just not compare yourself to others and kind of realise this is how you look and this is who you are and just embrace that. Oh that was amazing. Um, Amazing. Katie do you want to share yours? Yeah I've always had um, a good relationship with my body image but I think that comes down to the fact that I can take social media with a pinch of salt and it's just a case of realising that the majority of things that you see on social media is what everybody wants you to see and everyone is always going to post the best version of themselves. So it's a case of only following people and following pages that make you feel good about yourself. Um, And I think that is the key to being truly happy in who you are. I think a taboo topic that not many people discuss is the pill and how that impacts um, the way that you look. So I went on the pill when I was in year 11. And although like I wasn't, I wasn't big then, I'd say I was probably underweight at that point. And I definitely did gain weight after I went on the pill. Um, I think I needed to gain that weight. But I'm just thinking if I'd have been the size I am now, and if I'd have gained that weight from going on the pill, what that impact would have been on me. 
Um, I just think it's interesting to consider. But yeah, as I was saying, it's just a case of, like Liv said, just loving yourself for who you are and realising that people only post the best version of themselves. So you just need to focus mm-hmm. on yourself and not worry about what anybody else looks like or what they're doing. Yeah, I think that's really good advice, to be fair. Mm. What about you, Hannah? Um, Actually, I think you've really sort of made me realise there about the pill um, and how much of an effect it can have because, I mean, I've never been truly happy with how I've looked um, before. And I think, I mean, I'm pretty sure every kid or a lot of kids went through this stage, right? I mean, I definitely did. So I actually think you've raised quite an interesting point there, Katie, with the pill um, because I didn't really realise how much of an impact it had on or it could have on your body image and your weight um I mean that was definitely the case when I started taking it a bit well when I was I think 17 Mm -hmm. but before that um I think I was 12 and I went through quite not a chubby phase but more like um I think when you start puberty you know a lot of changes happen Mm -hmm. with your body and I think it is talked about a lot in primary school but they never kind of explain that you can put on weight um so I definitely went through that sort of stage and I think from that you know I've never I've never really been comfortable with my my body image but recently I think you know seeing or following a lot of positive social media pages and seeing a lot of influencers you know who focus on body confidence it's really helped actually you know being a bit more comfortable yeah I agree you know definitely I think I think it was this summer I had kind of a clear out of who I was following and I've started following really positive mm. accounts and it just makes such a difference when you're seeing things in your feed that kind of reflect you, especially with, you know, Gen Z and we're all kind of on our mm. phones. It It's just getting that every day, seeing something positive. So, yeah, I completely agree with mm. you, Hannah. The best thing we can do is unfollow or unlike pages that encourage you to make comparisons between yourself and others. It's so toxic and we need to stop doing it. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, it's all about being comfortable in your own skin. And I think, you know, no two body, no two bodies are going to be the same when you think about it. Everyone's so different. Mm. So that's so much easier said than done though isn't it like everybody's on this journey to try and find a place where they're comfortable in themselves and we never truly know what people are going through so I think it's so important to just respect other people because you truly have no idea yeah and I think definitely like I don't know so I think one interesting thing you know um that Victoria's Secret fashion show they have I don't know yeah yeah I think everyone sees it on social (laughs) media I don't know where the body like ideal came from but I feel like everyone just tries to look like the Victoria's Secret models and yeah you know that's very hard to do <laughs> because uh yeah I don't know I don't know where that ideals come from that yeah they're the goal I think really it's kind of a profiting market if you look through history body image has changed so much it's changed from, you know, being curvy, you know, with Marilyn Monroe to today, you know, having the Kim Kardashian look with, you know, big boobs, big bum mm. kind of thing. And it's definitely a way for, you know, the diet industry and just everything to kind of 
manipulate people thinking this is what you need to look like and you can achieve this Mm -hmm. by doing this and instead of just embracing who we are and what we are like recently there is the now body positive movement that's happening which is great so hopefully that can change these unrealistic beauty standards I feel like one of the most unattainable things is having a flat stomach so many girls Mm -hmm. want a flat stomach and it is impossible to achieve the reason being is the fact that our uterus is literally at the bottom of our stomach you cannot have a flat stomach yeah it is impossible and the Victoria's Secret um fashion show that encourages us to believe that it is attainable but they go through such rigorous exercise programs and they eat so little that it just isn't possible Mm. and I think something that was really good is Rihanna's um Fenty show yeah that was so inclusive of so many different body types and it was great to see yeah it was brilliant I remember seeing that on social media yeah finally some realistic beauty standards for us to see honestly it's so good to see yourself represented in a fashion show because that is what so many people lack representation Mm. exactly it's like um do you remember Hollister when oh my god ages ago on their bags they used to have like the men that looked really nice looking and then they had kind of the really skinny women and they've started to change it and make it more inclusive. I don't know if you followed them on like any social media, but we are definitely seeing positive steps towards more inclusive models. However, I do think there's still steps to be taken to improve the modeling industry as well, you know, to stop agents. I've heard so many horror stories of, you know, models being told, this is how you should look and this you should be this certain way in certain size measuring them it's just it shouldn't happen you know what I mean it just shouldn't yeah, happen left up there. Yeah. okay girls do you feel like you only post certain pictures on social media to fit in with expectations yes and no <laughs> elaborate <laughs> Hannah in what way well oh, it sounds awful but basically on my because I've got a spam account and on that <laughs> that is basically what I want to post so that is just everything that's I've got I think my closest friends on that yeah and honestly the amount of rubbish that goes on that is just <laughs> oh, off the scale but it's interesting because that is what I want to post so, yeah and my main is literally for photos that I really like but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I'm kind of this obviously I don't have a spam account but it's kind of I think I used to be a lot when I was younger I used to be really bad um at posting certain photos on Instagram because I remember I think someone once said to me about like it never dawned on me when I was younger but about like, the amount of followers and amount of likes you got and then I was like oh my god yeah people are actually looking at this and then I think from that point on I started posting certain things in certain ways but kind of now I think if there's a photo they like I kind of just post it but yeah I agree with you Hannah it, it is hard because you've got like I know I've got you guys on it but you've also got other people that aren't necessarily your close friends yeah. so yeah I, I, I mean on my social media I think I've got 1,500 followers and I've had that account since I joined Instagram so you can imagine the fact that of course I don't know everybody on there And for a little while, I guess, like when you're in the younger years of secondary school, likes are so important. And I remember I'd delete pictures if they didn't get a certain amount of likes in a certain amount of time. 
And now I wouldn't dream of doing that because it doesn't matter about how many likes you get on a photo. If you like the photo, why wouldn't you post it? Mm, yeah, it, it is hard. And I remember in high school, it was definitely more of a thing than it seems to be now. I mean, I don't know whether that's because we're older, mm-hmm. but and I, I don't know if people in high school still focus on getting likes, but yeah, I did the exact same. Like I've literally refreshed the post every five minutes. And if, I wasn't, if I wasn't getting oh more likes than I wanted, I would literally be stressing about it. And when you think about that, where's that come from? It's yeah, mad. yeah, I know. Like I haven't really got many followers on my Instagram, and I used to be so bothered. Oh my god, I remember being younger and just being bothered by it. Like, oh my god, everyone else has got so many people, but in reality it's just because I didn't have many people Mm -hmm. on it and it kind of was very for a long time I didn't really go on it and then I started going on it again and and I don't know I think you just learn to as you get older you learn to not care about numbers because I remember thinking this once that you know our body is dictated by you know how much we weigh how many calories we eat you know what dress size we are and then now we have social media it kind of also it had so many more numbers into it and it's just such an unrealistic standard to have you yeah know definitely I mean? yeah. and I feel like it's undeniable the fact that we of course post the photos that have got the best lighting or are from our best angle we can't deny that that still happens but why would you post a photo that you don't like over a photo that you do I just think that's the way it is yeah it's interesting but what I was wondering is do you guys filter any of your Instagram photos or like use any apps to edit them? No. No. Um I think I don't know if you guys did it, but I remember doing this thing in I think it was like English literature, you know, and you had to talk about a topic you were mm. passionate about. Um and it was like recorded or something. And I spoke about social media and filters. And I think from that point on it made me realise, oh my god. I shouldn't be doing this like I shouldn't be putting filters on my photos because it's just not realistic it's not a realistic yeah. standard so now I don't edit my photos anymore at all I don't even use well I only use snapchat filters if I'm <laughs> the big mouth one funny, yeah. But, yeah that's my favorite but yeah I don't yeah I just kind of refuse to use filters now what about um, you guys I think I've got a couple of pictures that have got a black and white filter on and a couple that have got like the flare filter but I don't use any other apps to alter anything on the pictures I mean the most that I use is portrait mode to blur out the background but I never alter anything to do with my body or face um and yeah I just don't think it's necessary really I do like my feet to look quite natural and everyone went through that phase of using really heavy filters and I just never went through that phase yeah I think I I definitely went through the phase of literally putting, you know, that fade effect up to like 100. <laughs> so you, you couldn't even see people. But um, no, I, I, I don't use any other apps besides Instagram, but sometimes I do like put a filter yeah. on the photo. But usually it's to make it a bit warmer because I, I want my feet to look quite warm. And yeah. So uh, <laughs> I try and make the photos look a bit, yeah. a bit more colourful. But I do know people who sadly feel they need to you know edit like their actual body features on apps yeah. and it is really sad oh yeah i know i i think i saw a photo the other day and not um oh, what did they do like they edited it so that they could make themselves look really skinny you know like when they do these like before and after to show you what it looks yeah. like and how these apps work and i was shocked because it's 
weird to think that's our mm. body standard. We've gone from like the dog filter on Snapchat and funny filters to now on Instagram. If you look at some of the beauty filters that make people's faces completely change, mm. it is awful. And I follow someone on social media and he had surgery to look like the filter. God. And I just think it's one of the most toxic things I've ever seen. And it's so sad. I mean, he's happy in himself. Well, actually, I say that, but I don't think he'll ever be happy with the way that he looks because he constantly gets surgery. But it is, it's crazy. It do, is you crazy. Guys, do you guys think that filters should be a thing, like, that change your face? I don't know. I was listening to a podcast the other day that was saying about do we think this generation is basically dysmorphic in the way it you know it is you know in on social media because films mm. are so normalized i don't know i think they're fun i think if they're used in the right yeah. way they're great however it, i do think it's having an effect on kids needing to you know have plastic surgery thinking well i need to look like this and i need to be this way and it's kind of it's sad it's sad that that's mm, that's the case definitely. and you know I think TikTok has had a big impact on people's body image because it typically is the people with the little figures the skinny girls that you see on the for you page and it's a sad reality that it's just the more you see something the more it's reinforced that that is what you should look like mm. and that's the, the furthest thing from the truth <laughs> So I've just spoken about um, body dysmorphia in today's society and obviously it is quite rife and a growing number of both boys and girls are having issues with eating disorders and their body image. I think it's so sad because so many of my friends who have amazing figures and they should be confident in themselves, they, they think that they're so much bigger than what they actually are. And as much as you try to tell somebody that they look amazing, if they have it in their head that they look a certain way, there's no way to tell them that they look different. Mm. And it is so sad because mm -hmm. I could just shake some of my friends and tell them, you look amazing, <laughs> but they just, they wouldn't listen because they are experiencing body dysmorphia. And it, like you said, Liv, it is so rife. It is really rife. Mm. And do you guys think that that's a recent issue more so than an old one because of social media, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Because it is impossible to look the same in real life as you do on social media. Yeah, that's true. And of course, we all joke about being catfishes and stuff. But <laughs> the reality is that, of course, we're going to look better on social media when we're posting pictures with the best lighting and from the best angles. It's just how it's going to be. Yeah, definitely yeah exactly like I think it has got worse because I don't know if you guys remember the days of Tumblr oh and on Tumblr I know it's such a throwback um and there was a trend going around about anorexia and being really thin it was a you know it was glorified and these bodies these girls trying to lose weight it was just such an awful thing and I do think we have to be careful with what we are posting and not to glorify kind of this unrealistic, you know, body image and standard and to be so careful. Like, I wish I could just tell younger girls that you don't have to look that way. It's unrealistic. You know, I have to admit my photos on my Instagram, there's going to have been like, God, a good 20 or more taken before <laughs> I actually got yeah. to the one I like. 
and that would have been me deciding out of three or four whether I like them you know what I mean so like you said Katie they are like it's the perfect angle and you just need to realize that but yeah I think think another important thing to touch on is you know how some people I mean I know we're not quite like that but I know that some friends have quite a lot of banter about you know joking about someone's weight and things like that and I think a lot of the time you know you have to like you said before you just have to be so careful with what you say because you I mean some people might brush it off um you know and joke about things but I feel like you never really know what's going on in someone's mind and it yeah I feel like a trigger really yeah joking about somebody's weight is always overstepping the line regardless of whether they're comfortable in their body or not because that joke could be the reason that they then become self-conscious yeah definitely you know even speaking about I don't know someone's Mm. food as well you know you can eat whatever you want you know I mean it's your body you can do whatever you want with it and when I've seen people before and they've said something to someone and I'm just like but let them eat that you know what I mean if they enjoy it you know it's the little comments that can just play over in someone's mind as well so yeah just being a bit more aware and careful of what you're saying because things can stick with people for so many years to come so we've got some worrying statistics to share with you just over one in five which is 22 percent and 40 percent of teenagers said images on social media caused them to worry about their body image and this was amongst many other statistics that we found from the mental health foundation website which we will link in the podcast description but i think honestly that is so worrying it is it's it's scary but I kind of want to give a positive influence if I can about you know my social media I thought I'd give you guys a little reflection of who I follow and how you can kind of try and move yourself away from the worry about you know this negative body image and so I follow Stephanie Buttermart she if anyone follows her she on YouTube she's a massive like fitness person and Recently, she did this thing called All In, where she kind of gained weight and she did it in such a positive light and reflecting both, you know, the really positive side of weight gain and the really negative side of weight gain, but mainly the positive side. And what I mean by negative is just kind of her ideals of because she was so lean and she was so fit, that kind of, you know, side of it. So honestly, check her out because she's such an inspiration. Then you have Megan Jane Crabb, who I love on Instagram. She recently, you know, she speaks a lot about her struggles with an eating disorder and so many different things. And she recently had a book and I've been listening to it. I cannot remember what it was called for the life of me. But honestly, you need to go check it out because honestly, she's so lovely. And then you have Malin Anderson. Um... So I think she was mm-hmm. on Love Island. I might be wrong, but um, she defies all expectations <laughs> in her bra and knickers, and she's just jiggling her beauty and loving life. Um, she's been through so much as well. Like she's lost her baby, she lost her mum, and still she's so positive about everything. And her body has been through so much through carrying the baby, gaining weight through stress, and she's such a great role model. Yeah, definitely. It's so refreshing to see people like that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think, 
you know the main thing is is just to I think again I know we've mentioned it with social media feeds but just making sure you're following positive people like these are all great people and you know if there's anyone that's kind of triggering you and making you think a certain way just just unfollow mm. them I can't it's so easy just the click enough. of a button and they're gone <laughs> yeah Indeed. exactly and even if it's like you know close friends or something I know it's hard because you don't want to unfollow someone and then it seems like it's causing some form of drama but if they are having a negative impact on your mental health or anything please just consider it and you know it's not necessarily a bad thing and if they do come to you just say look I need to do this for me and that's who I am. We touched on this in last um, in the last episode but these are our years to be selfish we're young adults now you two are in your 20s I'm turning 20 I'm turning always have to get that in there I'm turning 20 soon and this is just the time for you to feel comfortable in yourself and to be selfish yeah get that negativity out of your life yeah get rid of it if you're going to take one thing away from today that's what I'd say yeah definitely So another statistic we've got to share is that one in five adults felt shame because of their body image in the last year. And we also want to share a couple of um, contributions that have been shared by listeners of the podcast. And we're so grateful that they took the time to share their stories. And we are now going to shed some light. This one is from a woman called Nicola, who said, I do try to be mindful of my weight and the size of my clothes, but I try not to let it take over my life. There is no magical weight loss fix. I am healthy. That's what matters, not the number on my bathroom scales. And honestly, <laughs> it's going to start me off on a rant about the size of clothing because, oh, don't. <laughs> honestly, oh. the clothing <laughs> industry, honestly, I've never known anything like it, especially with jeans. Mm. If you were to compare a pair of jeans oh in the God. same size from a range of different shops, they would never be the exact same size. And I think that is so toxic because people like rely on the size of their clothing so much to boost their confidence. And when you've got a pair of Topshop jeans that might be a size eight, but a pair of Zara jeans that might be a size 12, Mm. that's obviously going to mess with people's heads. Yeah, because if they haven't bought a pair of jeans for a while and then go into the shop with the bigger size, they're going to think, oh gosh, like I've put on weight here. Yeah. But but it's not necessarily the case, is it? Yeah, and even even clothes from the same shop, you could get a pair of mum jeans in a size eight, but a pair of skinny jeans in a size 10, or yeah. even like a 12 or a 14. There's there's no in between, honestly, you could be any size. I know, I think recently, I remember trying on loads of H&M mum jeans and the same brand, and I remember mm. each one fitting differently. So just bear in mind across brands as well that it can, like uh, Katie said, you know, it does change. It really does. And I always think as well, just touching on what Nicola said, is the fact that you should never, like, determine your happiness on what the scales say. It should always be Mm -hmm. when you look in the mirror, if you feel happy and content, it shouldn't matter what it says on the scales. Yeah, definitely. I don't don't know the last time I actually checked the scales, to be honest. I tried. Try not to. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Couldn't think of anything worse. There was something from a woman called Claudia who got in touch with us. And she says, um, I got my body confidence through freestyle dancing and it really changed my life. So much so that I founded a company called Nobody's Watching to inspire others to dance to feel good without needing to feel 
like you have to do it right or look good uh, no I, I get it like um you know I think it's important to kind of if you're doing some form of exercise or anything to just not think about other people thinking I've recently been doing these like, at-home workouts and like dance workouts and um the girl and it's just like <laughs> come on doesn't matter if you don't look good just do it and I think especially when you go on Instagram and you see all these at-home workouts and you know people in gym shark clothes and looking great and you're just like here I am in like a hoodie and leggings <laughs> looking bright red and sweaty you know it just moved to feel good and that's just the main thing you know what I mean because although it might not look as um strenuous let's say um it really does have an impact on your figure like I did notice that after I stopped dancing obviously I gained weight because I was going to classes every week and then I went from doing something all the time to nothing at all Mm. but it doesn't matter it really it really doesn't matter if you exercise or not yeah you've got to do what you're happy doing yeah exactly yeah exactly that's the thing you know if you think about it as well I like I was just thinking about this year you know when it's different points in the year like at Christmas Mm. you might put more weight on and then in summer because you're probably going out and doing more because obviously it's not going to be dark at four o'clock anymore you know it's going to be lighter later so you'll be more doing more stuff so um yeah just remember that your body can fluctuate throughout the different times of the year depending on how active you are and also to not you know enjoy I think it was um I can't remember who said it but you deserve to kind of eat food and do whatever and not feel guilty because I know so many people that feel like they have to work out in order to eat food or do something like that and you shouldn't have to do that if exactly and I know for a fact because obviously we're in Sheffield right now the hills in Sheffield are so much worse than the hills in Northampton (laughs) and it is inevitable that I will gain weight over the Christmas period because obviously I won't be doing as much walking and even if I do I lose so much more weight when I'm here because the walks are so much harder they are so we've had another contribution from Hannah who said Body confidence is always something I've struggled with, but I've learned only I can change that by educating myself and pushing myself to aim for goals, as long as the goals are healthy. I've now lost just over two stones since my breakup and hope to carry on smashing fitness goals and allowing myself to eat a guilt-free treat every now and then, as there isn't anything wrong with that. That is so good. I love the, you know, like Hannah says, it's, you know, a guilt-free treat like I've just mentioned, that you should not feel guilty. Obviously, I know we've spoken a lot about women because often generally the diet industry and body confidence and everything is focused on women because I think it's general knowledge that it is a stereotype for women to need to look a certain way. However, we felt that it was important to also speak about men. Um, So, yeah, so I'm just going to mention a bit about that, that, you know men are expected to look a certain way too you know men have got to look ripped and if you're not (laughs) past like six foot (laughs) you know you're seen as not attractive which is completely Mm. not true it doesn't matter whatever height you are you know especially you know guys like us girls we can wear makeup and we can kind of hide any you know if we've got anything wrong with our skin if we've got a spot if we've got something like that you know we can kind of hide that whereas 
well I'm not saying you know men if you want to wear makeup go for it honestly I've got nothing wrong with that but generally there is a stereotype that men can't wear makeup and another thing is is you know hair loss in men it's such a big thing and I know people feel really uncomfortable talking about it and I think that's also a massive thing to think about too you know with body confidence and stuff so to any of our male listeners out there um just realize that you know embrace who you are and embrace everything and just to feel confident no matter what you look like when we asked for people to share their stories we received a submission from one of our male listeners who would like to remain anonymous he said it's very hard as a boy with these issues as it's not the sort of thing you discuss with other friends which is sad but ultimately it's just the way life is I count myself very lucky to have close friends I can speak to about this though and I think that is so true it's so important to have um, a network of amazing friends around you that you can speak to about your issues and know that you can speak about them in confidence yeah definitely and I think Mm. You know, it's so sad when um, yeah. when he says that that's ultimately just the way life is. And I think, you know, hopefully by doing things like this, we're changing the way that is. And yeah. we're hopefully, you know, creating a bit of a safe space for people to sort of yeah. uh, discuss things. Yeah. I think what's sad is as well, when you're saying about, you know, speaking to his close friends, I think, you know, men can't openly speak about things as much I think it's definitely a stereotype in that respect that men are Mm. expected to bottle things up and you know whereas I'd say girls are a little bit more open I'm not saying that's the thing for all girls but it's quite sad and I think it's definitely about breaking stereotypes and having equality and just being a leading feminist and embracing that um so yeah I, I think it's we need to kind of have a society that removes all stereotypes yeah. and I cannot yeah, wait, be, yeah. wait for that. Nice that <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that is the end of episode two. If you've reached this far, thank you so much for listening. We've loved having you here with us. Um, for anyone who needs any support or would like to do some additional reading around the topic, we're going to leave some resources in the podcast description. If you'd like to give us any feedback on the episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in contact with us via social media, which will also be in the podcast description. And if you'd like to feature in any of our future episodes, feel free to get in touch because we'd love to have you. I believe episode three is about the taboos in today's society. So if anyone has any suggestions as to what they'd like to be discussed or if you would like to feature in it, please do let us know. Yeah, we'll probably do a similar thing where we reach out on social media, on Twitter or Instagram for you to share your stories. So look out for that in the coming week. Thank you. See you next week. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.